Welcome to this bite-sized episode of The Payroll Podcast with me, your host, Nick Day. These are short snippets from my main podcast show, which is the go-to source for all things related to payroll. Featuring experts from the world of payroll, these bite-sized episodes are going to share key insights, nuggets of information, tips, and best practices to help you navigate the complex world of payroll. And remember, if you ever need support recruiting talent for your payroll team, please do get in touch with either myself or my team at jgarecruitment.com. For now, sit back, tune in, and let's talk payroll. The first thing payroll professionals need to do when they look at a new technology is really kind of look at their end-to-end payroll process. Um, We as an organization speak to hundreds of um, employers every every week and month. And one of the things we always encourage them to do before they go out with that kind of shopping list of kind of features and functions that they're looking for is kind of take the time to look at their end-to-end payroll process, to look at where the data comes from, where it flows into the payroll process, where it leaves uh, when that payroll process is finished. And, and how could it be improved how many pairs of hands does it does it go through as, as you kind of typically manipulate that data uh, usually via spreadsheets uh, to get it into the right format and also to take a time as well to, to think about the end customer and I, I kind of headline that in, in in the intro that that end customer is the employee yeah. and often businesses and payroll prof- professionals focus on their experience in using the payroll in the payroll process but what they don't do is is take the time to find out and speak to the employees about how they would like the payroll process to be or how it could be improved for them and obviously you've got to take the uh, you've got to speak to the employees at the right time and you've got to take a rounded view but i think you'll get you'll get some insight what that's going to allow you to do is bring that back into kind of a shopping list of uh, things that you, you kind of want to achieve as well. I think the other thing I would say as well when when looking at a new software solution or even just reviewing what you've got, and I would encourage payroll professionals to really kind of look at that process regardless of whether they're going to market probably every 12 to 18 months because yeah. I think you learn and, and clearly payroll processes change. Um, but um, is to... Um, to think about where they're going to be in three to five years' time. Businesses change all the time. They grow, they shrink, and often uh, they're a good reflection point um, to think about, you know, what do you need for the future? But think about your future as well. And once you've got all that kind of written down and you've got you've got a clear kind of idea of where you are today and where you want to be, it's more looking at how you can improve those processes. Um, I think if you you look to some of the research on uh, the, the CIPP do on their future of payroll, or there's many other wonderful kind of um, industry-led or vendor-led publications, the biggest um, kind of opportunities that employers and payroll professionals see is typically around kind of all, um, connectivity um, and APIs. Can I get my data into a payroll platform? in a, a more cleaner, secure way without the need to manipulate data. So that's driving a lot of people to f- look at connectors and APIs um, for various reasons. The other thing uh, increasingly that people are looking for as well is 
automation and efficiency in that payroll process. So that can come in a couple of different ways. That can come from data just flowing seamlessly from, for example, from a TNA platform to a, a payroll platform or from a H a new starter from a HR platform into payroll. Uh, that works in a couple of different ways. The data goes in more cleanly and more securely. But one of the things that often payroll professionals find themselves doing is keying data. And sometimes even when you've got a spreadsheet and you're just making a simple change, it's easier to kind of rekey it than it is to kind of ingest it via yeah. a, an Excel file. But when that happens, that's invariably when mistakes creep in and and uh, when you get dissatisfaction uh, within your employee base uh, because of, quite frankly. So um, that whole automation piece is key. And then if you think about a payroll process as well, whether you are a small business or a large business, there's typically a lot of buttons uh, and, and things to tick or click on. Uh, even when you've got your data in and you, you, you've done your, your kind of payroll process, you've done your gross to net, you've had it approved. There's kind of a lot of what we call payroll processing processes and buttons. And if you can automate those and you can make your data go off seamlessly to your pension provider via API, you can make your data go to your payment uh, or your bank's platform. Um, what that can do is streamline a payroll process, but it saves payroll professionals time and i think that's the key right yeah. you've got to create that time in some way particularly as businesses grow they've got more work to do more people to pay uh, more queries to answer more errors to correct if you can automate processes you can create time and with that time leading back to the learning yeah you can you can spend it on um not just knowledge and and making sure that you are not just keeping yourself the business um, and the um, the leadership function or the, the board, and there's a whole debate around whether payroll should have a place on the boardroom. I'm uh, fundamentally a believer it should as an integral part of a business. Um, but yeah, you can spend more time um, updating and ahead of that legislation landing, keeping that, um, keeping that leadership function abreast of the changes and potentially the costs as well. Obviously, legislation sometimes brings an increased cost to running a business as well, and making sure that you know finance have planned for that and they've got that in play, in, in play for the next five financial budget is key. I hope you enjoyed today's bite-sized edition of the Payroll Podcast. Remember to subscribe to the show, share it with your payroll colleagues and friends, and want to also check out some of our previous episodes for more golden nuggets of payroll information that you never know, they may just help you along in your own payroll journey. But for now, I'm Nick Day, and you've been listening to the Payroll Podcast Bite Sized.